It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 26, 2021. My name is Phil Frostenreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr_omd. underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about how fit plays a role in the Orlando Magic's considerations and decisions on draft night, as we are now officially four days away from the NBA draft on Thursday. We'll also talk a little bit about Z.R. Williams, who came into Orlando reportedly for a second workout, what he brings to the team and what he potentially could be um, as a bit of a reach maybe at eight or a late round, late first round steal. Uh, we'll also close out today with a discussion of Team USA's loss to FIBA Fournier and France. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a minute. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown 
on the Dallas Mavericks after Luka Doncic's 48-point game at the Olympics. Check out our friends at Locked On Mavericks. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And part of the Locked On Podcast Network is an exciting show coming up Thursday to help you with your second screen experience or your first screen experience. It could be your first screen. I don't know. NBA Draft Goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live, L-I-V-E, this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Bilt Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. A lot of the consideration for the Orlando Magic has been about getting the best player available. And it absolutely should be. Uh, with the third worst record in the league, with a lot of young players, with no real star to kind of shape the team around, the biggest thing the Magic need is talent. And especially when you're picking uh, at the, you know, picking at the top of the draft, you know, fifth pick in the draft, top 10 in the draft. Um, when you're picking that high, you shouldn't be so picky. You should be going for the best players you can. You should be trying to grab the best, most talented players you can. You should be taking a little, a little bit of a home run swing. You're trying to get a star if you're picking that high in the draft. You're not necessarily trying to fill a need or, or say, we've got to get this one thing to get over the top. No. If, if you're that bad, you've probably need a lot more than that. And you probably can use upgrades throughout your roster. There's a lot of players I like on the Orlando Magic. There are a lot of good, interesting, young NBA caliber players. I don't think the Magic are so bereft of talent that they don't have something to build with. But I think it's also 100% true that the Magic need everything. So as we look at a lot of the mocks and who the Magic, who they have the Magic taking, you know, Scotty Barnes has risen the, risen the ranks. And Scotty Barnes is probably a power forward at this point. I mean, he could play some small forward, but he's a, he's a forward. And if there's a position where the Magic feel most secure, it's at forward. However, this draft, you know, you have to kind of take what the draft gives you. This draft isn't giving you elite guard prospects after that top group. The reason why there's so much disappointment the Magic fell out of that top four is because, yeah, some players who would fit very clear needs and be the best talent are not going to be available to them. Now, maybe Jalen Suggs falls. Maybe Evan Mobley falls. Maybe Jalen Green falls. Maybe the Magic do go off board. I know I've been an advocate of take your guy. Whoever that guy is, just take him. It doesn't matter if it's it doesn't matter if it's uh, James McKnight or, or if it goes against the conventional wisdom or what people doing mock drafts say. If your guy is available, take him. If it's Scotty Barnes, take him. Because with the way the Magic's roster is currently constructed, you can create fit. Fit isn't something I worry about because you can create it. You can make the roster fit however you want. This roster is very much a blank slate. But as the Magic are drafting, they do have to think a little bit about fit. They do have to think about how do these pieces fit together. And more importantly, they have to think about the bigger picture. 
What is the team we ultimately want to become? What is the way we ultimately want to play? And that's all that stuff matters. Because if there's a player on the roster now that doesn't quite fit that vision, I mean, sure, you play them, sure, you develop them, you try to make them fit into that, that round hole, but square pegs are going to be square pegs. So talent matters, and the Magic need to get the most talent they can. But there also needs to be a fit with the players that you do care about, with the players that you do want to keep. I've often said this about Scotty Barnes in particular. Scotty Barnes, I think, is is the fifth or sixth best player in this draft. Um, I love his talent. I love his skill set. I think he fits better with teams that are more equipped to win and win immediately than a team like the Magic that needs kind of a central figure. He's a, To me, he is a very much a supporting figure. I think it is very, very likely the Magic take him on draft night if they stay at five. And so the questions that I always ask when we're talking about a player like Scotty Barnes is, does he fit alongside Jonathan Isaac? Does he fit alongside Chumo Kiki? And if the answer to those questions is great, he fits with them perfectly, you draft him and you don't think twice. If that answer is no then you do have to ask the next next question. Is Scotty Barnes better than either of those players? And I don't know, I don't think I have a good answer to that. I don't think I have an answer to that. And I, if I have a little bit of skepticism that Scotty Barnes is the right guy, it's because I can't answer that question properly. But that's why fit matters. The rumors that came out last week that the Magic were uh, interested in Alpern Sangun as a potential replacement for Nikola Vucevic. I like Alpern Sangun a lot. I think he's a really gifted offensive player. Um, his jumper is a little bit, little. It's, it's still a work in progress. So I don't think the Nikola Vucevic um, uh, comparisons are perfect. But I think you ask those same questions because unlike the forward position. Center position is a little more unsettled. Wendell Carter and Mobamba are set to become free agents at the end of the year. And so the question you have to ask is would drafting Sangun, you know, the Sangun fit with Carter and Bamba? Or is Sangun better than Carter or Bamba? And I think those are all fair questions to ask. And you have to do that up and down the roster. So obviously with guards, it's easier to fit guards and forwards together. Centers are different. And even like specialty forwards like Isaac and Okiki are a little bit different. But you have to ask these questions. You have to wonder if... You have to wonder if these players all fit together a little bit. Because at the end of the day, you've got to build a roster. At the end of the day, you have to have an eye on the main goal, and that is building a championship-level roster. And at some point, you do have to just continue to push forward and move forward. Like I've said all all along, you're only stuck when you don't have a path forward. And while I don't think we're expecting the Magic to be extremely good um, next season, I still expect them to be a little bit better, to show signs of the team they want to become. So they have to figure that part out. They have to figure out all these things as they build and grow and develop their roster. And so with this draft, yes, talent is the most important thing. Get as much talent as you can. 
but also understand and realize that that rookie has to play. You don't want to draft someone and not give them a path to play. And that's really at any time. That's that's a general philosophy at all times. If you're drafting a rookie and there isn't a development plan or path for him to, to play, then it wasn't a good pick. Now, obviously, that rookie has to also earn his time, but especially with where the Magic are at, at five or eight, they have to make sure that they're drafting someone that they can fit into their rotation pretty quickly. And if they don't, then it's a bad pick. Then they haven't done their job. And that's why fit shouldn't be completely ignored, as important as talent might be. We'll talk a little bit about Zaire Williams, one of the more uh, intriguing prospects in this draft. We had a disappointing freshman season at Stanford. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, Built Bar is back with so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone, whether you're a, a fruit fan with like strawberry or raspberry or orange, or you just like traditional candy bar flavors like cookies and cream, German chocolate, or salted caramel. There's a Built Bar flavor for everyone, and I can guarantee that you will find one that you like. If you haven't tried all the flavors yet, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors and pick the ones that you like the best. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, and they taste exactly like what they say on the box, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories. This isn't a meal replacement bar like some of those other protein bars. This is a true snack and energy bar. Give you the little kick you need to get to the end of the day, recover from a workout, and go on with your life. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, too. They come in amazing flavors. They're all tasty and they're all healthy. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So you'll be seeing Built Bar in action later on at the Olympics. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So, the Orlando Magic have finished their workouts, or at least their scheduled workouts. Matt Lloyd said on, on the recent episode of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, the plan uh, as of Wednesday was they would have one more workout after Jonathan, they would have two more workouts scheduled after Jonathan Kuminga. One was that day, and it was confirmed to be Alpern Sangoon. Uh, the other was scheduled for Friday, and wasn't quite clear who it was. Um, Tennessee's Keon Johnson, who we've profiled here before, um, t- was in Sacramento and said that he had a workout scheduled with Orlando. We hadn't heard that he was in Orlando yet, so it was safe to assume that that was him. But apparently and reportedly, it was not just Keon Johnson. Um, Chad, uh, Chad Ford, uh, I believe, reported that uh, that Stanford's Zaire Williams 
also made an appearance in Orlando on Friday, and that they were both, and that both Williams and Johnson were part of that workout. Williams has kind of been off my board a little bit, um, just because the shooting numbers were so bad last year. Now, some of that certainly has to do with some of the COVID issues that he had, uh, as well as the general just issues that Stanford had last year, as they were really kind of uh, nomadic throughout the entire season. I don't think they played a home game until January or February, February, and so. They played essentially all their games on the road. They had to practice outside of their their county because they weren't allowed to kind of do physical activity or group activities like that uh, because of local COVID guidelines. Um, so Stanford's season was really weird. But Zaire Williams would be an interesting reach for the Magic at 10. Uh, I've seen him mocked everywhere from the teens just outside the lottery to inside the 20s because of all the just questions about him and where he fits. The Magic, though, reportedly had him in for workout twice. And so that would suggest a certain level of interest that we can't ignore. So who is Zaire Williams? The first thing you want to know is, yes, he checks off those boxes. He's listed at 6'9", six 6'8", foot six foot perhaps, um, with um, a pretty good, with a 6'10 wingspan. He's listed officially at 6'9.75", inches, with a 6'10.25 wingspan. So not the longest player in the world. But what he does have... He's, a, he's essentially a guard in a forward's body. And, you know, we know how much the Magic love these kind of versatile players who don't quite fit their position descriptions. You know, Jonathan Isaac is a do-everything defensive wing. You know, Mo Bamba has the, has the long wingspan, and, but he can step out and hit three-pointers. Um, Chumo Kiki can, feels like he can play any forward position and guard just about any position. Cole Anthony is a scoring guard. The Magic look for guys that you know have unique dimensions that have kind of dimensions that you can't um, that you can't really teach or, or or learn. They feel like you can learn skill, but you can't teach size. You can't teach height. You can't teach width. You can't teach length. Um, and so Zaire Williams presents a player very much like that. This guy is a score. Like you know, again, we can say what we want about the jump shooting. This guy puts the ball in the basket. Um, that was his his role at Stanford. And that's what he was really good at. Um, you look at you look at his, his his season, he averaged like 12, 15 points per game, got to a season high of 19, 19 points. He is a good scorer, can get into the lane, can finish can finish near the rim, you know, hit floaters, hit runners, hit all those shots off the dribble that you need to see. That stuff's good. He's also a pretty strong defender. At six foot nine, he's um, you know, he's, he's already able to move his feet. He's able to kind of stay in front of people. He's got good mobility for a guy his size. And again, you look at the Magic, they look, they look at defensive versatility. They really value defensive versatility. And so Williams provides a lot of that. If they can go out and play a big lineup that's tough to get through, they feel like maybe they can get out and run. Maybe they can force turnovers. Who knows? But a big part of this equation is going to be a shooting. He was a sub-30% three-point shooter uh, in college. Um, that's just no getting around that. Um, he was not a great shooter, um, or at least his college stats weren't that great. Uh, he just didn't deliver on that end. And again, there were plenty of reasons for it. He had COVID issues early in the season. Stanford was traveling around a lot. They didn't have a lot of consistency. And how much of that affected his numbers? Who's to say? But if Sarah Williams proves that he can shoot the ball capably from deep, he all of a sudden becomes a really valuable and really interesting prospect and player. I'm not sure he is that guy, though. 
Um, you know, plenty of people who, who watched him in high school where he was a really strong high school prospect. He was the, be- he was the highest rated prospect ever to come to Stanford. And again, Stanford has had some great players from Josh Childress to the Lopez, to, to the Lopez brothers, Robin and Brooke. Um, they've had some really good players go through Stanford. And that's, a re- that's always been a very good basketball program. But the question remains. The question still stands. Is A.R. Williams a good enough shooter? To make, a pick, to make this pick worth it for the Magic, especially if they take one of those top 10 picks on him? I think it's a really, really fair question to ask, and I think it's a really, really uh, hard question to answer at this point. You, you know me. I know I said it earlier in the show. I will say it again. My draft strategy, my draft philosophy is pick your guy. It doesn't matter what the other people think. It doesn't matter what the pundits think. Take your guy. Don't waste time. Don't uh, overthink things. Take the player you like. Don't be a slave. Don't be a, a, a slave to what other people think or what draft boards say you should do. We in the media, I think, fall in love with our own draft boards too much and our own analysis of things. When often we're completely off, the things that we value the th- and the things that teams value are completely different. And so I think they, the teams, have to focus on what matters to them, and ultimately they have to make the pick and live with it. Um, so if a player seems like a reach. It's probably not a reach to the team that drafted them. It's probably the guy they really wanted. If Sierra Williams is the guy that the Magic want, they should take him, and they shouldn't think twice about it. I'm not sold that he is. I don't, I don't know if that he is, but he's been in Orlando twice, so we have to give him his fair due. We'll talk a little about Team USA's loss to France coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season now in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sports book experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I guess we have to rip the Band-Aid off and talk a little bit about this. I mean, we don't have to because the Magic don't have anyone. They only have uh, uh, Moritz Wagner playing for Germany in the Olympics. But I'm a big team, I'm a big team USA guy. I-, I do think that it is important that we have good representation in these basketball tournaments. And if you've listened to this podcast and you've listened to me, you know that I am not super thrilled with how this team was put together. I- I'm not super thrilled right now with the whole USA basketball program. Uh, I think that their whole ideas of team construction and the way that the, they approach these major tournaments uh, is flawed. And I think that we're seeing that approach and why it's such a mis- why it's been such a mistake play out here in in this tournament and certainly at the World Cup in 2019 as well. Um, it's look, 
Team USA has the talent to win. Um, and, and I think that, you know, what's, what's really clear is it's hard to blow out Team USA. They will have enough good moments. They will do enough good things that when they have a bad game like they had Sunday, mor- Sunday night or Sunday morning, um, when they have a bad game, um, they're still going to have a chance to win it. That's the kind of talent level we're talking about. But what Evan Fournier said after the game was 100% true. Individually, they're better than us. But they're not better than us as a team. They can be beaten as a team. And look, this group just has not played enough together to trust each other. That much is abundantly clear. Right now, the USA's offense is either feast or famine. It's either working on all cylinders and feels unstoppable, or it can't buy a bucket. And with France with Rudy Gobert and, and going big with, with two centers as well, France just stonewalled the U.S. They could not get anything in the paint, even with Damian Lillard, even with Kevin Durant, even with all the talent the U.S. has. There was no attack to the paint. It was all passing around the perimeter. It was all two, dri- two drives in to try and get the defense to kind of collapse, but no pass to the next guy. And on top of that, they just a lot of them just don't know where to be and how to space each other properly. This is something that's always difficult to build. But it's even more difficult to build when you don't have a roster that's played together very much. And again, it's very clear this roster hasn't played together very much. Which is why they go through these long droughts where they can't score. The U.S. looked fine, honestly. They, they, had, they had an eight-point lead, I think, in the, first, in the first half that they lost. They were down six at entering the fourth quarter. They came back and took a seven-point lead. Drew Holiday, fresh off a freaking plane from Milwaukee, or Seattle, I guess, was outplaying and out-hustling everyone, and it lifted everybody up. But at the end of the day, like the U.S. couldn't make baskets down the stretch. And give credit to France. They made every play. The, uh, the uh, uh, Yabusele uh, dive and save to Evan Fournier for the go-ahead three-pointer is going to go down as one of the biggest basketball plays in France history. And it was a hell of a play from, from Yabusele. Um, and a hell of a shot from Evan Fournier, who just continually picked the U.S. apart in the pick and roll. The U.S.'s defense is inconsistent. It doesn't know what it wants to do. And while I think a lot of the problem goes to Brian Colangelo and the way that they've structured this U.S. Pro, this US basketball program uh, since their last gold medal in 2016, and probably even a little bit before that as well, um, I think a lot of the blame goes to, goes to the way they've constructed this roster, some of the blame has to go to Greg Popovich. It feels like they're either trying to do too much and players are thinking thinking through things, or this team doesn't quite know what its strategy is supposed to be. Honestly, I think Coach K had it right. The U.S. is going to bring a lot of stars. They want that. Nike wants that. And again, I think there might be a little too many hands in the cookie jar with the NBA and Nike. The NBA is going or, to... Or the, or the U.S. should play the way that they played under Coach K. They pressure the ball at all points, which I think was just brilliant strategy because they have the depth that no one else in these competitions have. You pressure the ball at all points. You get out in transition and you just constantly refeed people into the system and refeed people in as they get tired. And you just overwhelm these teams that don't have the depth of talent that you have. Coach K had the perfect strategy and he got perfect buy-in from his players. Right now, it does not look like Popovich knows what he wants his team to do. 
the kind of offense that the Spurs run and made famous works because they all had experience running it for years. They were all trained and attuned to the system. It takes a long time to build that kind of trust, and the U.S. never has that kind of time. The U.S. has to play simply. They have to focus on the simple things and a simple identity to be successful. Either that, or they need to build an actual freaking basketball program. Because frankly, they have not done that. And that part is the part that really frustrates me. Because after 2004, they said they were going to build a program. They said they were going to do these things. And they haven't. And that's, that's the truth. They've lost the lessons of 2004 that they learned to win gold in 2008 and 2012, uh, as well as 2016. They're now just mashing players together. And honestly, Damian Lillard said, Damian Lillard expressed the problem best after the game, apparently, saying, these guys don't play like this in the NBA. No duh. You need to respect your opponents. You need to respect... Um, need to respect how good these players are. And just because they're not NBA superstars like you doesn't mean their teams aren't dangerous. Look, USA-France very well could be a gold medal game preview. I think France is that good. And I looked at that first game against France and I said, and after especially with the way the U.S. played, I said I was concerned. The U.S. still should have won the game. Down by two with 23 seconds left. The U.S. had three wide open threes that they missed. This team's going to rise and fall on whether it can make three-pointers. That's, that's the fact. That's the truth. And frankly, that's not how the U.S. should play. That's how upset teams play. Ups, teams that need upsets, teams that have to score upsets rely on the three-pointer. The U.S. is going to have to be a whole lot better. They'll play Iran on Wednesday, I believe. Um, that should be a win. And then playing the Czech Republic on Saturday for essentially a spot in the knockout round. Um, they, they should be good enough to be the third, a third-place team that gets, that gets in regardless, but they need to beat the Czech Republic. And the Czech Republic is not a bad team with Thomas Sadoransky playing extremely well for his national team. We'll talk more about the Olympic team. I've got to go because we've got Jeff Weltman talking to the media here coming up in just a few moments as I'm recording this. So um, this may be posted after that. We'll hear from Jeff Weltman and, and his pre-draft media availability on our next episode of Locked on Magic. But be sure to listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. It's the perfect way to get ready for the NBA draft. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout the week-long special event that aired last week. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 for the full mock draft on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Magic and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Again, you can find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. Today, though, I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic. This is Philip Austin Wright. See you again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic. Hey, Prime members. 
you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.